Welcome to the newest edition of the Screenfellows Podcast. My name is Carlos. And I'm Ozzy. In this episode, we will be reviewing Triple X Return of Xander Cage, Split, and we will be discussing our nominations if we were the Academy. Enjoy the show. As far back as I can remember, I always wanted to be a gangster. How are you doing? I am doing great, man. How are you doing? I am all right. Uh, lots of stuff going on right now, but it's it's, it's fun time. It's a fun time. Uh, January yeah. is definitely an interesting time to be a movie fan. Uh, you get the crap, and then you get the Oscar bait stuff, and there's not too much in between. <laughs> there's just not too much in between <laughs> um so yeah it, it's i don't know it's an interesting time that's all i'll say um definitely yeah so let's start with the crap i guess um triple x return of xander cage i have not seen this franchise at all i really know nothing about it have you um i've seen the first one and the second one but it's been so long that i haven't that i really don't remember it Okay, fair enough. So, yeah. So, did you have what kind of expectations did you have going into this then? All right, when I when I first went into this movie, uh, first of all, I took the I took like how much critics, how much percent of critics critics liked the movie, mm-hmm. and I took this out probably early on Thursday or Wednesday, and this movie had an eighty percent. We had an eighty. And I was like, damn, like this movie completely shocked me. And then I checked later that day and it dropped to 60%. I'm like, okay, we're getting to where I think it should be. And then it dropped again to 40%. So I'm like, okay, now, now, okay, now I'm in a good place. (laughs) You're in a good place. (laughs) Yes, because I explained this movie to suck. So the fact that like it was at an 80%, I'm like, wow, like this movie must be freaking amazing. So I actually this movie to be bad because I didn't. You and I laugh at the trailer. Yeah. And my gosh, this movie was stupid. <laughs> I did not yeah. like this one bit. Not not even a little bit. There weren't even like moments where you're like, okay, that's yeah. No. No. Okay. No. Like there was one person that I actually did like, but I'm gonna. Uh, she's she's gonna be a positive. She's All right. Positive. Well, I guess let's just start out with our positives. Um, I will say the first. I, I believe it's the first big kind of set piece action scene. Um, it, basically, this these group of people that we don't know yet they break into this place and steal this thing. This it's like the crux of the movie. This thing that they stole, and at, I was like, "This is funny," and I was almost like, "Maybe we just have to look at this like it's a parody, like they're making fun of action, like over the top action movies, right?" And I was like, and if if I'm looking at it like that, then it actually is pretty good. That was in the first action scene. Then the rest of the movie happens, and it's just dumb. <laughs> so I did not like the rest of, really, the majority of the movie. And then towards the end, there were a couple of action kind of scenes and set pieces that I actually really did like. Um, coincidentally or not, uh, all of the ones that I did like ha- involved Donnie Yen. So he is definitely a positive for me. Um I think what whatever you think of his character, because his character really kind of doesn't make too much sense, but whatever you think of his character, his, Donnie Yen is awesome. <laughs> and every time he was doing something, I was like, that is cool. So that's definitely a positive for me. What about you? Um, God, this is like, I'm struggling to find um, positives in this movie because <laughs> I really, I really did not like this. Like, honestly, I wanted this to be a movie where I could laugh, that it's so bad that I laugh, but I didn't even laugh. I'm just sitting here like, what the hell am I watching right now? <laughs> um, because this movie was just so annoying to me, and I saw a review that said that the movie tried to take itself too seriously, and I'm still struggling to figure that out. Like, how did this movie try to take itself too seriously? For me, it tried to make itself too stupid. Um, my only positive, honestly, that I have 
is Nina DeBrive, and she plays Becky uh, Clearidge. Mm-hmm. And to me, she was like, she was the comic, like comic relief. Like she was adorable. You know what I'm saying? Like I actually liked her. Like I would hang out with, I would hang out with Becky because she just seems like she's, she's, uh, she's still trying to find her way. And I really liked her character. Um, uh, yeah. she's a girl with the glasses. Yeah, yeah, I know. I. I see when I went to go see this movie with Bob and Miles, um, our head of marketing and video production respectively. They um and Eli. Eli went with us, right? Yeah. Oh, no, he didn't. Whatever. Whatever. I don't know. But either way. Um I went to go see this movie with those two and they were like freaking out when Nina DeBrive came on the screen and I was just like why? I I don't know her at all from anything. I don't know her so, at all either, but she, um, for me, she stole the show. Uh, see, I disagree. I didn't think she was that funny at all, but <laughs> that's just me. Um, so I guess we'll just have to agree to disagree there. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. That's definitely not mo- one of my positives, but fair enough if it is one of yours. What did you think of Donnie Yen in his action scenes, though? It was whatever. Like, I really was not impressed all right. at all. Because every time he hit somebody, he was smiling, and I was like, "Why are you smiling? Like that's not that's not something to smile about." And like there was like even a scene where like one of his fingers lifted up, and then he was smiling at that. I'm like, okay. And to me, to me, my biggest disappointment is honestly Tony Jaw, because Tony Jaw, he is a Muay Thai master, okay. And mm-hmm. I've I've wanted this guy to like make it big, and he like he he was he was in Fast and Furious Seven, mm-hmm. and. As much as I didn't think they they used him well enough in that movie, I mean, I'm just glad that he he got into the spotlight. This one he played an over dramatic hipster, an Asian hipster, and it was just stupid. Accurate description. <laughs> yeah, and it was really really stupid. And a lot of the like, there's a scene where they break into this place and for like, what was the point of? There's no reason for two of these characters to even be there. Yeah, honestly. Like, one just, you don't see what he's doing. He just jumps down from an elevator and then tackles a guy. That's all you see him do. That's literally all you see him do. And then the other character, he's just like, hey, I'm late. And then there's a random guy shooting at them. And then one of them is just jumping so much that he misses. And then he just (laughs) takes his bike. And then he comes in and he's like, my job is done. And I'm just like, are all of you supposed to fit in this small bike? like hello um it was just really stupid and it was aggravating for me <laughs> then diesel in this movie my <sighs> all right well, hold on a second see as you're describing this i am laughing because i i think you're crazy if you think that like none of this was funny there were definitely moments when i was laughing um just like as the stupidity of it and i honestly think at times that's what they were going for now that there's definitely times when i was like that's just dumb and it's not funny but there were times when i was like this is pretty funny so i i guess we're just good we have fundamental disagreements on if this movie was funny or not um i'm not saying it's like a hilarious movie it's not and i don't think it was always trying to be but um whether it was on purpose or not i did laugh a couple of times in this movie at least a couple. But I don't know, man. This I, one was... Uh... <laughs> I guess we can fully transition into negatives. You've been in negatives for a while now, but... Um, uh, yeah, there's definitely some moments where it was like... Instead of, not, instead of like poking fun at the Fast and Furious movies, it was like being kind of like over the top, even more over the top than the Fast and Furious movies. And it was just, I don't know, it was just so weird and depressing that this is actually a movie that was made. Um, I, I don't know. And there were so, there were, my biggest issue with this movie is that it was trying so hard, so hard to make Vin Diesel like the coolest guy on the planet. And it's like, it just comes across as trying hard. Like the scene where he's just, he walks in the room or whatever, and then the one girl is like, they're gonna test you or whatever and he like sleeps with like 30 different women at once and you're just like 
what's the point of this? <laughs> it's so unnecessary and so stupid. And he kept saying, like, it's good to be back. It's good to be yeah. back. It's good to be back. It's That's good to be true. back. It's like a freaking Fast and Furious pun <laughs> that I see in the trailers. One last time. One last <laughs> ride. The one last job. I'm like, when is it going to be the last time? Like, I get it. Damn. Like, you're back. Congratulations. Oh, my gosh. Um. Yeah. So, and, and then all the stuff with... I, I really did not like... I mean, I guess that's probably the point of this, these movies, I'm guessing, is the whole um, extreme sports angle to it. Um, I Every time that ha- something like that happened, it just... It progressively got stu- more stupid throughout the movie. And it was just so frustrating to watch because it's so bad and dumb. And, like, the laws of physics go out the window. There, I mean, Donnie Yen and Vin Diesel got hit with cars twice in this movie and both times they just got up and like walked away i'm like seriously (laughs) like superheroes i mean honestly like if you're bothered by the weird kind of laws of physics things that happen in the fast and furious movies and you watch this movie your your mind is going to explode of just frustration so i don't know uh, do you have anything else, Ozzy, or do you want to just rate this? Let's just rate this garbage. <laughs> All right, what do you got it at? I'm very curious. I got it at a 0.5. Oh, my gosh. Jeez. So that easily would have been... <laughs> that w- if it was 2016, that would have been of like my worst of last year. Wow, that's insane to me. I, I don't think... It was, like Because I do... I did laugh a couple of times. Whether it was on purpose or not, I did laugh. And that's some kind of emotion that they got out of me. So I'm actually going to give this movie a 3.8. I think this is, I, I think this is a bad movie, but there's definitely some things in it where I was like, okay, that's funny, you know. So I don't know. Um, wow. So yeah, that's that's definitely something. <laughs> oh, January. Um, you strike again. Um, all right, let's move on. Finally, to split. Um, this movie. It's going to be so hard to talk about this movie without spoiling anything. It really is. Don't worry, we will not spoil anything. But it's, man, I don't know. I really like. Honestly, I feel like you did after you saw Collateral Beauty, and you were just like, "How do I talk about this movie without spoiling it?" And I was like, "I, I, I honestly feel the same way." I don't know about like, how do you feel? Um. I just think I just think it's for the ending of it. Um and I'm just going to say right off the bat even if it isn't for the ending, this movie is still not for everybody. Okay? So just going in this, it's not 100% for everybody. Okay. Because like because because I had like a friend of mine she was like I didn't like I didn't like the movie. I'm like I can understand the ending, but the movie she's like yeah, it's just not for me. So, um it's not for everybody. That's just like my warning. I don't know. It's. I, I think this is a great movie. I really do. Um, I think it's a great movie too. But it's, I feel like some people aren't gonna like it. You know what I'm saying? Just because, just because of like the topic that it is. Yeah. But true. at the set. But um. But I think. But again, I think. I think it's a great movie. And I'm gonna just start off with a positive. James yeah. McAvoy. Yep. My goodness. Um. If this was a 2017 yeah. release, I think he would have gotten like at least an, an like a, a 2016 nod. release. Yeah, 2016. Sorry, yeah. like he would have gotten at least like a nod because he did fantastic in this movie. Yeah. Um. There are multiple like reasons for this, but I very much compare this movie to Ten Cloverfield Lane. Um. And to me, even like this is one of the reasons why is. James McAvoy is a performance that is absolutely fantastic early on in the year, just like John Goodman was in 10 Cloverfield Lane, and it's going to be forgotten by the end of the year, and it's very unfortunate. It really is, because McAvoy kills it in this movie. He really does. He is... Just the range that he's able to show, but not only that, but he transforms one from one character to the next in, like, a single shot. And you see it on his face. And that is so impressive. Because we've seen people play different characters in movies before. And show a little bit of range like that. But I've never seen somebody transform from one person to another on camera. Like McAvoy does a couple of times in this movie. It's really impressive. Yeah, he has different accents, different voices. Mm-hmm. It's extremely impressive. Different mannerisms and... with his body movements and things like that. Definitely. I thought this movie did did a great job drawing that. Um, and also, 
M Night Shyamalan, he's he's making a comeback, man. Oh, I, yeah. I was I was surprised. But this man knows how to shoot uh, really tense moments. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, Shyamalan is a master with the camera. I really believe that. Uh, every time, I mean, whether his movies are good or bad, I mean, I haven't seen all of the bad ones. But even the bad ones I have seen, I've been like, you know what? They're not shot poorly or anything. Shyamalan knows what he's doing with the camera. Now, whether he gets too ambitious with his storytelling and tries to freak people out too much, that's a whole different topic. And he's definitely has have his has his stinkers, and he's earned his reputation as being very hit or miss. But I I think you can always see, and this movie proves to me that it's undeniable that he has talent, and he is not a one or two hit wonder. He's really not. He just, I think he got a little too full of himself, and that's what happened with his long stretch of bad movies. Um, so, but either way, um, I agree, M. Night Shyamalan definitely shines in this movie as the director. And I would also say, Anya Taylor-Joy, I really, I love her as an actress. Um, I'm so happy that she was kind of discovered with The Witch, um, because... She is very good in this movie. She really is. Um, she has a couple of different layers to her, and we peel back more of more and more of it. And I don't love the way they kind of peel it back as much, but I mean, it's hard to deny. Even if I didn't like the way that they kind of revealed her backstory, once they do, you start to read more and more into her performance and see how really layered it is. So I really did like her in this movie. Definitely. Um, do you have? Oh, man, I, I agree with you. With you, you mentioned something when you were talking about Shyamalan, the kind of tension. And I'd be lying to you if I wasn't if I didn't say that I was on the edge of my seat for a lot of this movie. Um, he did a great job of kind of keeping the audience on edge, wondering what's going to happen, kind of being intrigued throughout the entire movie. Um, there's, I'm not saying this is a perfect movie because I definitely do have issues with it, but I. I I would be just lying if I didn't say that I wasn't on on edge for most of the movie. So yeah, I mean, I mean, this movie, I'm just like, I mean, this movie had me grabbing the edge of my seat, man. Yeah. I mean, it was it was tense, mm-hmm. um, and I was honestly, I really wanted more of McAvoy, you know, because mm-hmm. he was just that good. And I think that the writing in the story is also extremely well done because when they try to, ex- especially like when they try to explain his condition, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? It, it makes sense. It does make sense. Um, so I like, I definitely like the screenplay. The soundtrack, I also like the soundtrack in this movie. I think the soundtrack yeah. in this movie is, is really good. Really helps build tension in this movie. Mm-hmm. Um, and... I, I do like the costume designs that they had in this movie. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say that because um, for each costume that he was playing like a different character. And I really liked it. Like every time he would switch clothes, he would play like a different character. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was really cool. So I I don't know. This movie was just so this is this is going to be a this is right now. It's in my favorites because it's, oh. it's just so it's going to so be in my low. favorites at the end of the year. I can guarantee you that now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we're in it's January, so and I'm going to guarantee it now, because I freaking love this movie um, for multiple reasons. Some of them I cannot talk about, but I, I do really love this movie. Um, all right, do you have anything else, or do you want to move into negatives? Let's move into negatives. Okay. Um, uh, let me start with the beginning. Uh, the, with the beginning of the movie, and kind of the thing you see in the trailer with the girls getting abducted, I there were moments in it when I was just like, this... Like, I understand you're in a very extreme kind of situation, and you're not always going to know exactly what to do. Um, but honestly, there's some timing, it, major timing issues I have with how he kind of gets in the car and uh, kind of drugs them or whatever. Like, and this is all in the trailer, so I'm not spoiling anything. But, I mean, honestly, she's, uh, Anya Taylor-Joy's character is just sitting there for a good portion of, like... At least a minute. And she's just sitting there and he's not paying attention to anything. Like, he's just lo- kind of looking around doing his own thing, sitting in the car. And she just sits there. And I'm just like, uh, okay. like. And then she moves very slowly to try to escape. And then he moves very slowly when he realizes. Like, it's like, I I understand that it's kind. Of, he's trying to build tension in that moment. But 
for me, a lot of that that first sequence where they get taken just did not work for me. Now, I was able to forget it very, very early because the rest of the movie is great. But, um, I don't know. For me, that whole abduction part of it just for something was off for me. I did not mind it. I really, I did like how uh, quiet he did it. Yeah, because it's not like it's not like you heard a struggle. That's you true, I'm but I'm just thinking of like when she grabs the door handle and he hears, like, and he hears that she's opening the door, and then they both freeze, and then he slowly reaches and grabs his things. I'm like, why don't you just bolt at that point? Because she sit. Because I mean, you're in a. Right now you're in complete shock, and I'm saying you just saw two 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 of your people that you know just get sprayed and get knocked out. Yeah, and you don't know if this person's gonna hurt you. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's kind of like it's kind of like Patriots Day in a sense. He's sitting there debating it. You know what I'm saying? He doesn't yeah. just bolt. You know, he does it. He does it in the end, but he's sitting there. It's it, you're contemplating right now because you can you don't know what this person's gonna do to you. Yeah. So you're gonna be in the moment of shock okay. right now. But I I could buy that if we don't have more of her character revealed later in the movie. With what's revealed about her character, that doesn't make any sense to me. So, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know, but to me, at the same time, it's like it's something. It's it's just again, it, it, this is just like a, that whole thing is. Com- it's just different from what she's gone through. You know what I'm saying? Like, but then like, with how it, she reacts the rest of the movie, it's not different. Uh, I don't know. All right, let's move on. <laughs> uh, what are your some what some yeah, some of your negatives, Ozzy? Um. Some of my negatives. One of the negatives is that um, I just I wish we got more characters because he has twenty three different identities, and I think we only saw like maybe five to six. Yeah, so I, I wish we would have seen. Yeah, so I wish we would have seen more of like some of the different identities, and we, we you sort of do. Um, you get like one more towards like the end where it's like a different personality. Mm-hmm. But again, I just wish I saw more because um, you only got like five or six of them, and. Like I feel like if if there was if there was gonna be like because in the movie she says that there's 23 mm-hmm. personalities so I feel like if you're gonna do 23 like if you're gonna do 23 personalities like at least show us most of them you know yeah. what I'm saying but if you're gonna but if you're gonna but it would have been fine if you would have said like there's only six personalities mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying like um I just wish you would have saw more of the personalities yeah. Uh, I I agree I agree there are, I I got to a point in the movie especially towards the as we were getting closer to the end I was thinking like we haven't really seen too many of these personalities I mean we've seen a lot for I mean it's still impressive to see how many different personalities McAvoy was able to pr- portray but um, they gave us such a high number and I was expecting to see more of them um, so I definitely agree with you there um, and then. Do you all right? Let's. I think you do have a or a, another negative that you want to get to, and you're gonna have to dance around spoilers. But do you want to bring it up? Okay, the ending. Okay. Are you talking about the this very is, ending or the kind of last act of the movie as a whole? The very ending. Okay. This movie does something, and it left a lot of the people, especially me in my theater, questioning. And sort of disappointed. Because the movie expects you to, to do something, but it doesn't make, like, for for the people who haven't done it, it just doesn't make any sense. Mm-hmm. You know, it's supposed to be like this huge twist, kind of like the sixth sense twist, and it just doesn't work. And for me, it, they shouldn't have done that. To me, they should have just ended it, and it should have just, you know, it, it shouldn't have gone for that twist. I because, disagree heavily. <laughs> because, because, and I'm going to get more into it when it comes to our spoiler review. Which we will but, be doing at some point. But I can't, but even then, I like, even if I, even if I, even if I were to have done what the director told me to do, I st- that's still going to be a negative. Because that's still the majority you know, that's still people not, there's still a huge amount of people still not taking that twist like you asked them to. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So even if I did do it, 
it just it still would be a negative. It still would because it that's what the movie is relying on you to do that. It's relying on it in the sense that I, I get what you're saying because it justifies the last act of the movie. Without the twist, you're kind of just sitting there like this is kind of getting ridiculous. And then it tells you this is why it's getting ridiculous and it makes a lot more sense. Um, so I, I get what you're saying. I just I disagree in the sense that to me it's more of an Easter egg. It's not real. I wouldn't even define it as a twist. It's an Easter egg to say this is what's going on, and it redefines the whole movie for me. Um, and I think it's a very it's very important to understand kind of. And I again it goes back to I understand what you're saying because it, I keep saying it does redefine the movie and it make it. It kind of it puts a different lens over over your eyes, and you go, "Oh, so this is what this movie is." And it, again, this is so hard to talk about without spoiling, which is why we are definitely going to be having a spoiler review at some point, um, probably in the next week or so. But oh, man, it's so hard to talk about without spoiling. I I love this movie because again, it change. You have to look at this. You have to understand what this movie is. Um, but even if you don't, I do think that it's still a great movie either way. And that's why I don't really think it's a negative, because either way, the movie as a whole is still great, in my opinion. Um, and then the end happens, and it just changes how you look at the great movie, and it still makes it a great movie. So, I don't know. Um, this is probably really annoying, but whatever. Uh, do you have anything else? No, that's it for me, man. All right. Um, so let's rate this movie. Do you want me to go first, or do you want to do it? You can go first. All right, I am at an 8.5. I'm at a 7. All right. <laughs> uh, we definitely disagree, especially about the ending, and I do think that that's our main area of contention, which is why yeah, I mean, we are going think, to have that discussion. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's a, I recommend you see this movie. I mean, it's, if you're, you, this movie, if, if you're looking for a movie to, like, you know, to get you on the edge of your seat, looking for great performances, go see this movie. Mm-hmm. Just don't expect to, and I think this is a fair point. Don't expect to leave the don't expect to leave the movie loving the end. And that's a fair. That's, for me, that's a fair point. If you're if you're an early Shyamalan fan, early period Shyamalan fan, you will love this movie, and you will love the ending. If you are like you barely know Shyamalan and you don't know too much about his filmography. Um, which that's fair to say that there's definitely a chunk of people who only know him as the guy who directed the sixth sense and the guy who directed avatar. That that's fair that there are a lot of people who that's all they think of. Um, avatar, the last airbender, not avatar, like the blue people movie, um, the, the bad one. Um, so there, there's definitely a, the majority of society, I would say thinks when they think Shyamalan, they think, Oh, he directed sixth sense. And then they think, Oh, he directed Avatar The Last Airbender. And, but he has a huge filmography and he's definitely been in a kind of a slump as of late, except for the visit, which we haven't seen and split. Um, but he also, he's not a one hit wonder because he has some early hits that I highly recommend you go see. And one of them will be my recommendation. So, all right. Anyway, let's move on to our, um, discussion on basically if we were the Academy, because we're doing this because by the time our next episode is released, we will already have the Oscar nominations out. So we will be reacting to that on our next episode. It'll be a fun time. But before we do that, we're not going to try to predict them because we've kind of done that before. Number one. And number two, it would be pretty impossible um, because it, it, there's just so many different categories that it would just be really hard to predict. So what we're going to do is we're going to basically pretend like we're in the Academy and we had a vote basically. So we're, and we had a vote for all these categories and we were nominating different films. So that's what we're going to do. And not only nominating different films, but nominating different performances because we're going to do the acting ones as well. Um, which, all right, we'll, we'll, we'll start with. What do you want to start with? Do you want to start with the acting ones, or do you want to start with just the big one picture? Uh, we can start with the best actor. All right. I have five. I have five nominations. Okay. Yeah. Same. I did five for every category except for picture, which is nine because it can be anywhere from five to ten. All right. Cool. All right. All right. So let's start with actor. 
Um, do you want to just run off yours and then I'll run off mine and we can discuss? Is that how you want to do it? Yeah, we could do that. Uh, you want to go first? All right, sure. I'll go first. Um, for actor, I have Casey Affleck for Manchester by the Sea, Andrew Garfield for Hacksaw Ridge, Andrew Garfield for Silence, Joel Edgerton for Loving, and Ryan Gosling for The Nice Guys. Okay. I have Casey Affleck for Manchester by the Sea, Denzel Washington for Fences, um, Jake Gyllenhaal for Nocturnal Animals, Mark Wahlberg for Patriot's Day, and Ryan Gosling for The Nice Guys. Okay. Um, wow, that's, that's an interesting list. I guess our first area that I, the thing that I want to bring up is I don't consider Gar, or I don't consider, um, crap, Jake Gyllenhaal as a lead in that movie. I, I consider him a lead in that movie because he was, he was the main he he took up a large, a very large sum of the movie alongside Amy Adams. He took up a large sum of the movie, yeah. um, so that's why I would say he he would be my run for best, uh, sub, best actor because he took up a large sum of that movie. That, that's um, interesting. I, I he, have him as I have him in supporting, honestly. And we'll I mean, get I there, think, but. and I understand why you would have him in supporting because uh, a part of this. I'm not gonna for those of you who haven't seen it, I'm not gonna spoil it for you. But it's just the way they put part of his character, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. In the story. So I don't understand why you would yeah. say like, okay, he's uh he's supporting. Um yeah, so I guess that's my the first thing I noticed when I heard your list. And then Wahlberg is interesting. I do think he deserves some kind of recognition, but it's almost like I just can't get him over some of these performances for me. Um I have Garfield you, what do you have Garfield for? Um Axel? I actually didn't have oh, him. Oh, you didn't have him at all. I have him twice. <laughs> actually, you know what? I kind of, I did, I was, while I was on my list, I'm like, I, I know I'm forgetting, like, something. I was, so I was like, crap. Um, but let me take off Denzel, and I'm going to put him for Hacksaw Ridge. Okay. Because I think, I think he did fantastic in Hacksaw Ridge. But I wouldn't, I, the thing is, I wouldn't nominate him twice. I would not nominate him twice, because this is not, it's not fair for me. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, that. There's another slot that could have been there. You know what I'm saying? So that's why I have him just for one movie. Yeah, but if he deserves it twice, I mean, that, to me, that just speaks to how great he was this year as a whole. Um, so I don't know. You didn't have Edgerton, right? No. Oh, that's interesting. And I had Gosling for The Nice Guys as well. Um, I had Gosling. Yeah, we both did. Yeah. Uh, but did you have Gosling for The Nice Guys or La La Land? Uh, nice guys. Good, good, good. That's the correct choice. <laughs> people... I think I think I think he did a great job in La La Land, and and I I think that people sort of do um, underappreciate his performance in La in La La Land. But I just think I. But for me personally, I just enjoyed his character more in the Nice Guys. For yeah. me, he was. Uh, for me, he was more of somebody else in Nice Guys than he was in La La Land. This was yeah. kind of like Ryan Gosling sort of playing himself in Lawland, just being in the situation. But mm -hmm. I didn't see Ryan Gosling as Ryan Gosling in, in The Nice Guys. So I'm yeah. being completely different. So that's why I'm going to say, like, I enjoyed his performance more in The Nice Guys. Yeah, I, I would, I, I agree. I would kind of say it as it, The Nice Guys' performance was a little bit more challenge of a role, you know? So, yeah. Uh, yeah. So I, I, I agree with you there. So we, we've got some similarity, similarities. I definitely, we would both agree that it's Casey Affleck and then everybody else, though, right? Yes, agreed. Okay, fair enough. All right, so let's move on. You want to move into actresses? Yes. All right, so lead actress. Uh, you want to go first? Yeah, I'll go first this time. I got Amy Adams yep. for Arrival, Emma Stone for La La Land, Natalie Portman for Jackie, Ruth Nega for Loving, and then I got Meryl Streep for um, Florence Foster Jenkins. All right, good call there. Um I have Emma Stone, La La Land, Natalie Portman, Jackie, Meryl Streep, Florence Foster Jenkins, Amy Adams, Arrival, and then our only area of difference is, which I know you haven't seen this movie, so it's going to be hard for you, but I have Sally Field for Hello, My Name is Doris. Okay. Um, you had Ruth Negga. That was the uh, one that you had different, right? Yeah. Um, she was definitely in... It, that last spot was, man, that was a tough one for me to kind of figure out which one I wanted to go with, but... I think she did. I think she did a phenomenal job. Yeah, in, I uh, think she's great, but I don't know. 
it's interesting because I I would put Ruth Negra as this is another weird thing. I would put Ruth Negra as a lead. Yeah, didn't we just do leads? Oh yeah, you're right. You're right. Yeah, yeah I'm 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 crazy. <laughs> um, whatever. Um, so yeah, uh, she she was great, but I just think Sally Field she is not getting any buzz for that role, and it's insane to me because she was just so funny and charming and just i think she's brilliant in that role and sally Field i wish i amazing. saw the movie if yeah. i would have saw the movie maybe i would have gotten like a different uh opinion yeah but yeah true all right if, if for me if there was someone that that was on the edge you know it mm-hmm. would have been it for me it would have been uh natalie portman but that's just if i i feel like that she would have either taken natalie portman's wow. spot or meryl streep's spot but that's just again that's just me. I, I, but I, I would have had to see the movie, though. You know what I'm saying? Man, that, that's cr- to me. Natalie Portman is the clear number two. Um, but I, I guess we. <laughs> well, I've always been higher on Portman's performance in that movie. I guess, which is funny because you gave the movie a higher rating, so it, it's interesting. Um, <laughs> either way, all right. You want to move on to supporting actor? Uh, yeah. Let's do supporting actor. All you right. can go first. So supporting actor. This is going to be. This will definitely um, show how much I appreciate a certain movie. Um, <laughs> and again, this is not a prediction for how this is going to go. This is just what I would do. Um, I have Jeff Bridges for Hell or High Water, John Goodman for Ten Cloverfield Lane, Jake Gyllenhaal for Nocturnal Animals, Michael Shannon for Nocturnal Animals, and Aaron Taylor Johnson for Nocturnal Animals. I'm proud of you. Giving that man <laughs> recognition. I'm proud of you. All right, what do you got? Um, I got Dev Patel for Lion. Okay. Aaron Taylor Johnson for Nocturnal Animals. Mahershala Ali for Moonlight. I have Adam Driver for Silence. And I have Lucas Hedges for Manchester by the Sea. Hmm, interesting. Um, I, I'm, I'm kind of surprised Lucas Hedges is on there, but I'm not really considering, I guess, how much you love that movie. Uh-huh. To me, I mean, and this is, and I'm not really in the minority here. If, if people, I mean, I don't think he's going to get nominated, but he just, he was definitely a standout in that movie. Yeah. You know, he he acted alongside Casey Affleck so well, and I really enjoyed his performance. You know, he was sort of, he was also sort of the comic relief, and I really do enjoy, I really did enjoy his performance, and I'm interested to see what else that guy can do. Awesome. Did you, you had Jeff Bridges or no? No, I actually had Adam. No, I and this is what happened. I saw Silence, and Adam Driver took his place. That's insane to me. Jeff Bridges killed it in that movie. Oh man, that's so frustrating. Did not did Adam Driver Driver not kill it in Silence? But Bridges is better, man. I like. I I think Driver is good, but he I I didn't he didn't like super impress me, and and he was really really good, but I don't think it was like better than any of the performances that I listed. Obviously, since I didn't have him on, but. Um, you didn't have Goodman, correct? No, I didn't oh, have Goodman. Man. Goodman. Uh, he is so forgotten. I'm so mad that he has been forgotten for that role because I mean, he's so impressive in that movie. He really is. Yeah, and I'm not going to say he's not. I mean, he does, a, he does an amazing job in that movie. I feel like if they would have released it, you know, in like an earlier date, that that's the one nomination that would have been solid. Mm-hmm. This is, is his uh, performance. Yeah. And I know this because is because if, if he's not because if he's not getting nominated, I mean he sh- it's an honorable mention at, at least an honorable mention because mm-hmm. he does a fantastic job. Yeah, and see this is interesting because um, I know I'm, this is not a very popular opinion, but I don't have Marshall Ali on here at all. Um, wow, I I think he's good, but. And look, again, we're talking like good performances and great performances. I'm not saying anybody really is bad by saying they don't deserve to be one of the top five of the year, in my opinion. So that's not a bad thing necessarily. Um, I just, I think he's very good, but I just don't, I never understood like the award hype for his performance. I just didn't. Because my thing is, my thing is, and, and you, and you even agree with me. He was so good that you wanted more, and that's yeah. and that's been like that's been my problem, and that was one of our main problems with um, Luke Cage. You know what I'm saying? He he gives, and you you'll even and I, again you'll agree with me here. He, this man knows how to act. This man oh, knows yeah. how to give great performances, and it's just a bummer that both Moonlight and Luke Cage really cut his performances short because he does a fantastic job. 
Yeah. I, and to me, I just, I do think he's a very good actor, but I always kind of see like him in the performance. I don't necessarily, he doesn't necessarily transform for me and that's my issue. But again, this is like, I'm going good and great here, you know, so it's hard, but, um, all right. Do you have any other areas of contention here? Uh, no, let's just move to best supporting actress. All right. Um, is I'll go your, first. Yeah, go for it. Yeah, I'll go first, man. Uh, we got Naomi Harris for Moonlight, mm-hmm. Rola Davis for Fences, mm-hmm. Michelle Williams for uh, Manchester by the Sea, Nicole Kidman for Lion, and then also Felicity Jones for A Monster Calls. Oh, man. Felicity Jones was such a tough cut for me. I wanted to put her on so bad, but I I'm just in you. I couldn't get it there because <laughs> I remembered a performance from earlier in the year that I remember absolutely loving. Um, and we'll get there in a second because I have Viola Davis for Fences, Naomi Harris for Moonlight, Janelle Monet for Hidden Figures, um, and this is the one, Aja Naomi King for The Birth of a Nation, Lupita Nyong'o for Queen of Cotway. You have a lot of nominations. No, that's five. Oh, well, they're really big names. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. Um, <laughs> so, yeah. I We agree on the first two, right? Viola Davis, Naomi Harris, and then the other three are different, right? Yes. Uh, you know, your problem with Michelle Williams is that you feel like you didn't get enough of her. Yes. And I can agree with you to an extent. Mm-hmm. Um, because... Because you you do see her you do see her in flashbacks and that's and then you see her in the present time and what I think the problem with you was is that you didn't get her enough in the present time exactly because she's such because she and and I'll agree with that statement as well but to me again that just speaks for how good her performance is you know when you want more of something yeah. and, see, but it's and, not in that um, sense that's not what I'm that when I say that I didn't get enough of her that's not what I'm saying for this one. For Marshall Ali, I, I kind of agree with you because I did want more of him because he was very good. But for this one, it's more, when I say that, it's more a reaction to when people say she is going to get supporting actress. Because I'm like, how can you say that there just wasn't enough of her in the movie? Um, and I'm not going to say that she's going to get supporting actress. But I will say that she deserves to at least be a nod because I think, again, I think she does. I think she's a fantastic job in this movie. My only problem, one of my only negatives in this movie is that we did not get enough of her, enough of her being in present day, you know, having more dialogue with mm-hmm. Casey Affleck's character. Um, okay, so here's here was my thought process, right? Because to me, that last spot, well, other than Felicity Jones, I cut Felicity Jones for Aja Naomi King for Birth of a Nation because she was just she really impressed me in that movie. I I thought she went to a level that I did not know she had in her. Um, but anyway, the the two that I was kind of going back and forth with were Lupita Nyong'o in Queen of Cotway and Michelle Williams in. Um, Manchester by the Sea. And I think they're very comparable because they're both not in the movie as much as you would expect, but they were both very impressive when they were in it. And to me, what the reason I lean Lupita in that in that situation where I was kind of going back and forth between the two is when we reviewed um Queen of Cotway, I remember saying she commands your attention when she's on the screen Lupita Nyong'o does and every time she was on the screen eyes were glued on her that that's what I said in her review and I still think that's true it's just she is a powerhouse on the screen and um in that movie especially she every time she is on the screen your eyes go straight to her because she is that good um with Michelle Williams I I only got that feeling once in the movie, and that was the scene that's on the poster, which is, as I keep saying, the best scene in the movie. Um, but for Lupita, it was every scene that she was in. So that's why I give the edge to Lupita in that situation. Now, Lupita's Nyong'o is not getting any kind of buzz for this movie, and I think that's a freaking shame. So that's ridiculous, but whatever. Um, what, what other issues do you have here? With your list? Yeah. I mean, I mean, they're all understandable. My only thing is, I, I'm not happy that Felicity Jones is not in your list because it was so me, hard, man. Trust me. To me, she just oh it, and it's it's funny because she gives she gives 
I'm scared for the next movie that she's coming out of coming out with because uh, it just uh, it, to me is gonna like jump the bar because Inferno she was horror like we we both did not like her in it yeah um and then Rogue One came out where it was like she was really good in that movie and in this movie we're just like whoa <laughs> like um so to me she just I. I Jay Bayona does a great job of really making us care for her. Mm-hmm. And she does a great job of really holding her own and making us care for her as well. Um she just the relationship that she has with with uh with the character Connor, it's just you see it, man, and she gives it's it's like what she does for me is I feel like I know her. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I feel like I know her and I want to help her out so badly. And that's what she makes. That's what she made me feel like, and that's why I I definitely have to give her that nod. And she might not even get nominated, but it's it's just so sad for me that she's not even going to get nominated because she just gives such a powerhouse performance in this movie. Yeah, uh, I like I said, very tough cut for me. Um, did you have any of the hidden figures um, people in this? No, unfortunately, I did not. That's surprising. But I did. I really did want to have them, but it's just. And one of them would have taken it. But again, I mean, it's just... <sighs> supporting is a very, very um, competitive category this year. Supporting actors. Yeah. Um, either way. So, I don't know. All right. Uh, do you have any other categories? I, I have a couple more written down, but I don't know how much you kind of prepared for it. So I have Best Picture and Best Director. Okay. I, I had a few more, but that's fine. Uh, let's just do Best Picture and Director then. Um... Which one did you want to do first? Best picture or director? Let's do director. Okay. Um, How many nods did you have for director? Five? Five. Okay. All right. So I'll go first. Um, I have Robert Eggers for The Witch, Martin Scorsese for Silence, Denis Villeneuve, however you say his name, for <laughs> Arrival, uh, Tom Ford for Nocturnal Animals, and Barry Jenkins for Moonlight. Okay. I have Damien Chazelle for La La Land, which I'm surprised is not even on your list. Yep. Um, I have Kenneth Lonergan for Manchester by the Sea. I have J.A. Bayona for Monster Calls. Uh, Peter Berg for... um, Ooh, which one? Peter Berg for Patriot's Day. And I also have Dennis... uh, I'm not going to even try at this point. Dennis for... Arrival. All right. Um, whew, that's, that's an interesting list. I know the one that I have that everyone, like nobody has on theirs, which is ridiculous, is Robert Eggers for The Witch. Um, I think that movie is masterfully directed. So that, everybody knows my thoughts on that movie. I love it. I think it's a masterpiece. Um, so I won't go there. Um, but Martin Scorsese for Silence. I know I like that movie more than you. Um so I, that makes sense to me. I'm surprised you didn't have Tom Ford for Nocturnal Animals. He, if I wrote six, I honestly wrote six uh, nominations. That's what I was seeing. I'm like, wait, yeah, five or six. Tell me five or six <laughs> because I do have him as my sixth slot right now. Wow. He's actually, I do have him. Um, so he's definitely like I was because I was going through. I'm like, okay, this is good. This is good. This is good. I'm like, all right, I think I'm done. I was like, oh no, Nocturnal Animals, but um. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, again, it's it's a pretty close call. It's a pretty close call. I mean, if I'm gonna put put it in a close call with, I mean, I would say he's he's really competing with uh, Damien Chazelle at this point, Tom Ford. I mean, I think they both, uh, I think they both directed the, their films extremely well. So I mean, it's a close call. Yeah. I mean, it's, Damien it's Chazelle was such a tough cut for me, man. Um, I'm surprised that he's actually not on your list. It's just it's hard when you have to cut it down to five, and I was like, dang, how how do I get it to five? <laughs> um, so yeah, I uh, Barry Jenkins is the one that I would think maybe I would take out for Damon Chazelle, but I I don't know. Um, who else did you have? You had Peter Berg, I guess, for Patriots Day. That's definitely a great one. I I have something I want to talk to you about Patriots Day for. I, we might talk about it in a later date, but uh, I the more that Patriots Day is one that the more I think about it, the less I like it. But I still think it's a great movie. I'm not saying that, but. It's one that it's going down the more I think about it. Um, we'll talk about that at a different time. <laughs> uh, do you have any other things that you want to talk about it with the directors? No, man. I mean, this is pretty much it for directors. Um, 
Let's I'm gonna let's get into uh let's get into best picture. Alright, awesome. Best picture. Um I, uh, you wanna, go, wanna first? go first? I'll go first. I'll go first. I mean if I get the honors, I'll, I'll take it. <laughs> <laughs> um Best Picture, Arrival, uh Manchester by the Sea, Sink Street, Moonlight, Patriots Day, La La Land, Hacksaw Ridge, Silence, Nocturnal Animals. Oh, man. All right. So I have Arrival, Silence, Patriot's Day, Nocturnal Animals, La La Land, Hell or High Water, Swiss Army Man, The Witch, and Sing Street. Um, Wow. Yeah. Uh, I, to me, Sing Street... Is not a movie for everybody, which is why I cannot. Whoa, are you serious? I'm, no, that's Sing Street. I'm sorry, I have it on my list. What the hell am I talking <laughs> about? I'm talking about um, Swiss Army Man. Okay, yeah. uh, Swiss Army Man is a movie that that I I, I I I as much as I love it, I can't put it on because it's not a movie for everybody. Yeah, I, not everybody's that's fair. gonna love this. They're not everybody's gonna love this movie. I feel like more people would go out to see the movies like the you know. Mm-hmm. Like the like Manchester Arrival because it's more of a movie that like you know it's more of like a human movie. Yeah. I have to say that Swiss Army Man isn't, but it's just the comedy in Swiss Army Man. Like it take, like you said, it asks you to take a leap with it, and either you accept it or you don't. If you don't accept it, then it's not you're not going to enjoy it. So that's why it's not uh, an Oscar. I think that's fair. If I had to rip one out, it would probably be that, but it, that would be really hard for me. Yeah. Um, uh, other than that, that we're pretty similar, right? The fact that Manchester by the Sea is not even on your list is really freaking ridiculous to me. That's on everybody's list, and okay. you're like the only one. Well, you know my thoughts. My thoughts on that movie have been made clear. I, you need to see it again, Carlos. I do, but I, mean, I fully admit that, but we just didn't get around to it when I was home. Um, so, I don't know. I'll try to get to it again before the Oscars, but we'll see. Uh, it, either way, I don't see it like vaulting into my top 10 or anything, which this is basically my top 10. Um, we'll, we'll have an episode discussing that at some point, but, um, yeah, I don't know. It, it's just not there. I guess Hell or High Water is, that's on your list, right? No. Okay. How many did you have on your list? I had nine. Okay, cool. Um, Hell or High Water, and then obviously The Witch is different as well. So you had um, you had Hacksaw Ridge instead, and then you had Manchester by the Sea instead. Yeah. Yeah, those, I mean, those, those movies, those Hacksaw Ridge for me was, I remember seeing it with, uh, with a friend of mine. Her and I were just like, oh, God. Like, like when stuff hit the fan, we're like, oh! Because <laughs> it was, yeah. Uh, I mean, they, this Mel Gibson, uh, which is again, he's a, he was a close, close call for me as well for best director. I mean, he just did yeah. uh, a fantastic job directing that movie. So, um, wow, this is that was a fantastic movie. I really enjoyed it. Axel Ridge isn't in my top ten anymore, so that's why I was just like, I can't. But um, it's it's interesting. It's interesting. I I do really. The picture is going to be a tough category. I don't think there's a clear winner at all. Um, I guess La La Land has got to be the favorite, um, just because of how much it's been sweeping the awards, but I, I don't know if there is a clear number one, um, like there was, in my opinion, last year, um, okay. with Spotlight. So, it, it, that'll be an interesting category either way. I can't wait for the nominations to be announced, man. I can't wait for the Razzies. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> that'll, I don't know, that'll be something. Uh, we might have, I know Bob and Miles were talking about them wanting to cover it on the YouTube channel, so I don't know if they're still planning on doing that. Either way, um, get in on that YouTube channel because Bob is doing those Bachelor recaps and they're really taking off, so you might want to yes, get on on By that. By the way, we had two trailers come out this week. We had Power Rangers. Yep. And we had Logan. Still not excited for Power Rangers. Uh, the nope. second trailer is not as good as the first one. It's not. I, I'm still not. Uh, everybody like, it's morphin' time. I'm like, are we, ch- oh, what are we, five? They didn't. Okay. Whatever. Yes. No, they, no, no, one person it, said it, that. No, like, I've been reading comments, like, all over. And it's like, oh, my God, uh, it's morphin' time. I'm like, what are we, five? Get your crap together. This must be a dark Power Rangers movie. Stop it. It's called nostalgia. <laughs> You've never had a movie that's about something that you liked when you were a kid? Come on. Carlos, I don't, I don't quote children things. Oh, my gosh. You <laughs> don't be one of those people. I'm kidding. No, but, I mean, it's still, it's still not getting me high. What, what hyped me up more 
is Logan. Yeah, the Logan trailer is great. This yeah. is really becoming a really high anticipated movie for me. I I cannot wait till March third. I honestly I might buy my tickets early because it's 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 that that's the hype I have for this movie right now. It's just that good. I'm in love with the second trailer. I am honestly in love with the second trailer, and I am in love with the tone of this movie. Um, I know Hugh Jackman is thinking about you know. Just doing one more Wolverine movie with uh with um uh with Ryan Ryan Reynolds uh, yeah Ryan Reynolds sorry his last name switched <laughs> like it's funny because in the Golden Globes it's like Ryan Gosling is like I know people sometimes confuse me with you but it's me this time <laughs> but uh, same thing that happened but um no I he's thinking about doing like another just one last one with Ryan Reynolds but um. This movie. I, if he does, I think it'll just he'll, he'll be a cameo in Deadpool two or something. That that's all I think that means. But we'll I would love to see a team up, but again, I would not be upset because this. I really, really love the tone of this movie. I really love the tone that they're going for, and it. This might be my top ten. That definitely might make my top ten favorites of the year. Definitely. So I'm definitely excited. I'm definitely excited. I have high hopes for this movie. Fair enough. All right. Uh, you want to move into recommendations and then get out of here? I recommend that Logan trailer. Check it out. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> like, Come on. I'm messing around. Um, my recommendation is um, – let me – actually, you know what? You go first. All right. I went first. The last my recommendation, you. if you're still with us from um, the split review – um, my recommendation is going to be an early Shyamalan film that I highly, highly recommend is Unbreakable. Um, this movie is, it, it's very, it's, it's one of the movies that Shyamalan directed that kind of gets forgotten because everyone just thinks of him for Sixth Sense, um, in his, like, heyday. But people forget, like, there was a time when he, he had a couple of hits in a row to the point where they, like, that infamous, now, now infamous, um, I believe it's Time Magazine article of, or cover story of proclaiming him the next Spielberg. Um, that's why, like, he had a couple of hits in a row. It wasn't just Sixth Sense. And Unbreakable is a great movie. It really is. It is, it's his take on a superhero movie, basically. Um, it's a superhero origin story. That's what it is. And it's a very grounded and kind of, um, it's, it's almost like a realistic, like if somebody got superpowers, what would happen? Like, you know, it, it's that kind of story and it is very, very good. And I highly recommend it. Highly, highly, highly recommend it. Check it out. Unbreakable. Okay. All right. Um, I'm going to recommend something. I, th- I don't know if I recommended it, but I'm going to recommend it. Again, just because the trailer for it is out. Um, I'm going to recommend that you guys go see John Wick. I love John Wick, and it it's definitely in my top ten favorite. It might either be my best or top ten favorite. Or, or It's in that ballpark of top ten best action movies of this decade, honestly. It's just it's that good. It's... It's a realistic. It's it's really grounded. It's real gritty, and it's not cheesy. It's not cheesy action flicks. It's like a real uh, action movie, and I love this movie. Um, Keanu Reeves brings it to this to this film. Um, you know, this guy has been out of commission, like he's been out of work, uh, you know, for a while. And you know, just he just seeing him get back in the game. You know, you see that he's rusty. I like that. Uh, and also just the mythology and the rules that they have with the assassins. I just think it's so cool. They're just like, this is a safe place. You guys can kill each other here. If you guys break the rules, you know what happens. I, I love the mythology that they have in this movie. And I just, I cannot wait for the second one. So if you're interested about the second one, go see the first one if you have not seen it. It's a great movie. It is. It's a, it's, it is an amazing action movie. It really is. So... I agree. All right. Uh, Ozzy, you want to sign us out? Definitely, man. Where can people find you on social media? All right. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Shuri456. And make sure you follow um, Screenfellas all over social media as well. It's Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, all at Screenfellas. And that YouTube channel, make sure you subscribe there because, like I said, those Bachelor recaps are going on there. We have segments from the podcast. We have 
behind-the-scenes stuff. We've got all kinds of stuff on the YouTube channel, top 10 videos. So definitely make sure you check that out as well. And also remember, hashtag Eli on The Bachelor. Tweet that out to support Eli on The Bachelor. All right, guys, and you can find me on on uh, on Twitter at Castro Ozzy. You can also follow me on Instagram at Ozzy Cray. And if you have any questions about anything about the podcast, if you have any topics that you think we should talk about, email me at ozzy.castro at screenflows.com. Guys, we hope you enjoyed the show. Please feel free to listen and subscribe on iTunes, Google Play, or SoundCloud. Please rate and review the podcast on iTunes and Google Play. Also, like Carlos said, check us out on YouTube. You have some funny, great stuff there. Bob is doing his Bachelor recaps. It's hilarious. Um, so check check that out, guys. This is Screenflows. Screenflows.